Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome into the PHNX Sun Devil Show brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to leave a like, drop a comment, subscribe, even leave a five-star review wherever you get your podcast. I'm Anthony. Yeah, Tocci. you are. On this marvelous Monday by Sean DePaul, Shane Diefenbach. Yeah, I am. How you guys doing? You know, buzzing. Feeling buzzing. bad? You're feeling yeah. bad in a good way? Like in a bad. Yeah, oh, like damn. one of these. Yeah. Damn. Like, what do we think about him shaving? I think he looks fantastic. Really? I don't like it. <laughs> Not that you look bad. I just I can't get used to it. Little totes. That's fair. Oh, Joe changed his profile picture. Yeah. Uh, little totes. Little totes. Little totes. Yo, that profile picture actually goes hard. It does. I like the old Sparky thing that he had before. BVD. Little totes, BVD. What, what was I? I'm sure he'll comment. Yeah. Exactly. As always. <laughs> oh, yeah. Something like that. Um, yeah, I'm feeling bad, though. In a good way. Yeah. Okay. Why are you feeling bad? I don't know. Shaving my face. Got a, a haircut. And I'm wearing this, I was going to say bad hat. Ooh, saucy shot. Bad. Yeah, do you hat. guys real quick, before we want to start, want to explain the hats and the shirts? Yeah. Uh, well, this is a bad birdie shirt. And this is our bad birdie hats. Um, yeah, this is not a bad This is shirt. not a bad birdie hat, by the way. Fantastic partnership starting at PHNX. Uh, bad birdie was graceful enough to send us some awesome swag. I think I look fantastic in it. Yeah. Um, Genuinely the coolest golf apparel I've ever yeah. Yeah, that hat seen. This, this, I mean, like. I, I saw this hat like once we I learned this was coming I looked on their website saw some of the stuff and I was like Man, I really hope I get one of those it just is bad on it like how are you supposed to not feel yeah like, like it doesn't even feel like, like a hole in one no it doesn't it's like it's a nice material it's got this like flap in the, the, um, the shape the end of the Fremont shit show we're bad bitches yeah we're bad bitches we're bad bitches I wonder what those girls are up to like today specifically or just yeah. in life just I wonder what like what they're what they're doing in their life probably being bad bitches <laughs> I mean you don't know. Uh, is, is that a permanent state? Like, are you always once a bad bitch, always, always a, a bad, bad bitch? bitch? Well, if the people want some bad birdie stuff, head over to the website. Um, they're breathable. They're very. This they, hat is breathable, and your hat yeah. has like holes in it. Yeah. Literal, like they're um, they're practical for golfing in the Arizona heat. Yeah. Hot golf. I need to go golf so bad. Birdie I know I'm gonna look so bad show. in a good way again. Okay. Enough with you looking bad. Let's talk about some bad football. Yeah. Wait, you, I cut I cut you off. <laughs> you Wait, never finished. One the, more thing. Oh, wait. Were you Go going to say it? Go ahead. Use promo code PHNX for 10% off. Yeah, I cut Shane off before he got there. There you Hand go. Up. There you go. Hey, Joe, Joe, Joe was promo ahead code. of the game. He he Joe knows where he's at. Baby. Said, let's get that promo code. PHNX. They got bucket hats. I kind of want one of those things. This shit looks hard. Bucket hats go hard as fuck. Yeah. They're, they're, their stuff's nice. They I love that. on there. Mm-hmm. Let's talk Arizona Bad State football. by the way. There you go. There you go. Arizona State football. Let's let's talk a little bit. Ten percent off your order when God you use promo code PHNX. <laughs> um, uh, buddy, buddy. We've had a couple days to digest. To digest. That's there. There you go. Great word. Um, to let it settle what a little word bit. What are you going to use? Marinate? I don't know. I was still thinking. Marinate? I was still thinking. Marinate. No, not really. Marinate. marinate. Yeah. Settle. I'll just let it yeah, settle. Fair enough. I guess um, there are options. But like, uh, yeah. Go ahead. What did we learn from the like ASU Italian dressing? Utah we let it settle. Um. That this team, uh, the coaching change didn't do a lot right now. Uh, it needs more time. That's all. I mean, we said it after the show. It just need it, they need more time to get, you know, acclimated with the new process and mm-hmm. the offense needs to work. Um, or the offense needs to click more to get working because it did not. It was not working. It was not doing the thing it should be doing, which is moving the football. Stop passing as much. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I feel like we didn't learn a whole lot. No. Because like we talked really? about after the, after the game, they I feel like they overcorrected. And so once they have a more balanced offense, I feel like we'll see what it, like 
they really can be. Uh, Emery wasn't good, so I guess we kind of learned that he might not be as good as we had hoped. But I also I don't think he was put. That. I don't I think he was put well. in as much of a position to succeed as he could have been, which is what I was getting to. I am like I don't think he was. You have to let him run too. Like his only running can't be, but scrambling. So this is my biggest thing. Is it's like that. It's like that meme where it's like, do this. Wait, holy shit, stop. Like, it's, it's one of those. It, that's what it felt like. Like, pass. Wait, hold on. Relax. Yeah. Like, they just need to find the balance. Because yes. same thing with Emery's running. He kept the ball once for the one of the first times on a read option. Yeah, exactly. And it worked for nine yards. And then they tried the same thing on the same drive. But it was so predictable that it didn't. So you have to really find the balance. Like, what was happening in the first couple games, it was like, Three quarters of, okay, they're pounding the ball. They're setting up the pass, setting up the pass, setting up the RPO. Emery's going to keep one in the fourth quarter. Emery's going to keep one. And then he never kept one in the fourth quarter. Or they never yeah. set up the pass. They never started passing. Now it's like, a okay, we still have to set up the pass. And I still want you to pass. But just don't start throwing the ball because you yeah. can throw the ball. Don't forget who your best players are. Don't, for, don't forget who the team's identity is. Yeah. And that is Xavier exactly. Valde and Daniel Ngata. Yeah. yeah. Um, also learn that the return game goes stupid on this team. Daniel Ngata goes stupid. Well, but it wasn't just Daniel Ngata. I forget who returned the other one, but there was like... Javon Jacobs. Yeah, Javon Jacobs. Yeah, he had... True he had also 47 yard returns. Yeah. Um, and Isaiah Johnson is a dog. Dog. Um, Jordan Clark is a dog. Um, he made a dog play. He made a dog play, yeah. Um, but yeah, Isaiah Johnson is a dog. Um, I don't know. I feel, like, I feel like I learned that the defense can be pretty good. Even in games where they're getting blown out, and we learned that they did we learn that? No, I, I like, did not learn that. At I all. I feel like they that is a great way to well. put it. Rodrigo Diaz, Davey Var in the chat saying Iguano was given the keys to that Titanic. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is before or after it sunk. But all you have to do is have everybody run to one side, and you're fine. I don't know why they didn't do that on the Titanic. Um, in the movie, not in real life. I don't know why Rose didn't just share the fucking door. Um. What was yeah, I going to say? So stupid. Um, I also, I, but I mean, I also what, feel like we found out that the players like Iguano. Like, they had they a love Some of them do. Well, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll, get, we'll get to that. We'll, we'll get, get to that, that later. But, like, well, generally on. speaking. Let's go back to the defense. What did you see that made you think that this defense is good? Yeah, I'm curious about Not that. necessarily good, but they can be good. Like, like they made plays. Like, I, I, I think... Coming from the Eastern Michigan game, it was like, damn, you're apocalyptic. Like, oh, this rush the, off, it was rush defense is just a swish, complete Swiss cheese with all the injuries in the secondary. I wasn't sure we were going to get there. And then we got guys that played well. The run defense in, in the, we can throw that out the window. Well, but in this now game, we can. Well, you could, you could, I mean, you could just throw that whole game out the window. Something was just completely off. The Eastern there. Michigan game? Yeah. Yeah. But in this game, they pad their way basically everywhere, and especially when they put their real running back in and Tavion Thomas, um, who didn't play until the second. The half. game was over. That's fair. I mean, the that man, the man was the, the what was it? The second play from scrimmage he had went for like forty yards. Like, but like, I don't think we learned anything. The about man this running defense. the ball for I, the majority of that game was a backup quarterback. Was a quarterback. No, I know. Yeah, <laughs> but like, I feel like you still saw again. You got a guy like Isaiah Johnson who played really well in the opportunity yeah. he got. You saw them make. I think they had a couple of times where they they either. Stop them or held them to a field goal in the red zone. Like, yeah, the red zone defense is good. Like, they, there was they had good parts of their performance. Obviously, they were playing a significantly better team, and they ended up getting blown out. But that wasn't just because the defense was across the board terrible. I, the only reason why I say I don't think we learned anything is because we know this team is bend don't break on the defense. That's Fair. what they do, and it's stupid. I hate it, and they give up yardage and big shot plays. But. Or they rarely give up big shot plays, but they give up explosive plays when they can't make a tackle because they allow 
eight yard out routes and then they can go for 40 yards. But we know this red zone defense is good because this is what it's been in the past. It's the bend, don't break. It's, you know, you're playing your soft zones and they're really good at soft zones. And when your soft zone only has to cover the goal line, it's usually going to work. So I was not impressed. And I, I hope Donnie realizes how unimpressive this defense was. And I really hope, I really hope he starts to get creative because you can't just send four. You have to start stunning. You have to do something. Blitz your corners. Send Jordan Clocker off the edge and actually have him wrap up. Like there needs to be creativity on the defensive side of the play calling because if not, things are going to get bad real fast. Yeah, no, I agree with you 100%. I think you both make some interesting points. In terms of like what I learned, I learned that this team does like um, Coach Iguano, at least for the most part. Mm -hmm. I learned that I've seen enough of Glenn Thomas and I've seen enough of Donnie Henderson. Um, I don't think we have seen enough of Glenn Thomas. Already? Yeah, I'm done. Okay, Glenn or or Donnie, I can understand because nothing has really changed in that regard. Like it's the defense still... And the defense has looked kind of this. Like obviously, the Eastern Michigan game was really bad, but they've looked kind of the same throughout the season. But the offense, we clearly saw that like either Glenn doesn't have any control or he hadn't had any control prior to this game and then just got let loose. Donnie, I, Donnie, I get because yeah. it almost seems like he's kind of checked out. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I hope Glenn I can, is. I, Glenn, I hope I, I can not. Glenn, Glenn, we, we haven't. I don't think we, he's gotten a fair plus, opportunity yet. Plus this, this. How? What? Where? Where has he not gotten? Because a fair opportunity? the first three games, they didn't get to throw the ball at all, and then this game, he only threw the ball, which makes it seem like he is not entirely responsible for what's happening. I, I think. I think. Then that needs to be a conversation that Glenn needs to have. I think yeah, against, but, against USC, you are going to see what this what this offense is going to look like for the rest of the year. Yeah, if they do the same thing against USC, I'm with you. But if, but but until then. I just don't think he's gotten a fair shake, and I, I didn't think the play calling was terrible. I think a lot of what happened was there was very limited blocking for Emory Jones. He he made some really poor decisions. Glenn Thomas might be in charge of who the hot route receiver is, but he's not in charge of who Emory's going to throw the ball to, and he's not in charge of how bad or good Emory is going to play. Yep. I think Emory did not show what Glenn Thomas is capable of, and I, I, I'm confident that... Th- you know, there were some bad play calls, I agree. But there's no way you can say you're completely out on him yet. I'm out on him. Why? But I, I just don't like what he's done. I don't like what he's done. But and you it, understand what I'm saying? Yes, and I see. I 100% get where you're coming from, where Herm is gone, right? The first game, you throw as a chalk out. They're not trying to throw too much. They do whatever. They kick NAU's ass. They're just trying to get out of there before the storm comes. 100%. Okay. Oklahoma State, the game plan, we're going to run the ball. Hopefully, it's close by the end of the game. And maybe we do something offensively there. Okay, get it. Herm stole out of his hand in the cookie jar. Eastern Michigan game. Just as bad as Donnie's performance on defense. Offensively, that team looked stagnant. They looked bad. They looked whatever. Regardless of who was calling the plays, at a certain point, this is Glenn's offense. Okay. I don't think it was the first three weeks. So you, he just has no no say at all on what's happening. I mean, it kind of... Well, I mean, when you, you juxtapose those first three weeks to what happened against Utah, it's clear that only one of those is what... At most, only one of those is what Glenn wants from the offense. Because it's not like in, in after week okay, three, so he's just like, pick. fuck it, we're only... Take your three. pick. I would rather have what happened on Monday and have... Or what happened on Saturday against Utah. Yeah, I mean, but we can agree that wasn't good either. No, that wasn't good either. But I feel like they had a better chance to succeed if Emery was better and the offensive line I agree. was better. And Iguano said that today. But I also, I also think we need to see another week of... Okay, because we, we also don't know that... like. Last week was Glenn either. That could have been Iguano being yeah. like, we're airing it out. Hopefully, Iguano has the wherewithal to make adjustments. And now the two of them will balance this offense a little bit more. But I don't we, I don't necessarily know that any of what we've seen has been entirely on Glenn. Yeah. 
what are but we've also got to I know we've talked a lot about okay Emery's or not Emery but um Herm's got his hand in the cookie jar in terms of the offense okay now Herm's gone uh then Iguano's got his hand in the cookie jar all over the offense at what point can we just maybe look at the flip side of this and say there's a common denominator here well that or maybe it's been Glenn the whole time yeah, but the reason I'm not inclined to believe that is because the the offense was so different than it was the first. You can year. have different game plans. Yeah, but I don't think you get that like that drastic. I mean, they're two entirely different teams. I, again, I'm just playing devil's advocate here. There's no, a side of this yeah. where it could be Glenn Thomas the entire time. Yeah, I just I'm not inclined to believe that based on how different the offense. Was. And that's totally. I, fair. I, I mean, like Joe said, the coordinators just cast and checks at this point. Cut them both loose, like. Yeah, I don't really think any of anybody on this team is probably the answer, but I'm just not at a point where I'm going to whole completely write them off yet. Yeah, that's totally fair. I mean, again, they've got a lot of football games left. Unfortunately, the next two are the tough the toughest ones that they'll have left, assuming they don't go to a bowl game, uh, which where we're at right now at 1 in 3 on the season. Yeah. It's not looking not looking too good that they'll hit that that six win threshold, but college football's crazy. The Pac twelve is crazy. You never know what happens, um, so <laughs> it is what it is. But one thing that I thought was interesting that Aguano said today was he was asked straight up about a quarterback change, huh. as if like Emory <laughs> played so poorly. <laughs> I, I joked about that with you in the box yeah. to be like, oh, it's, like it's board game lose. time, like. With all due respect, there is a <laughs> clear difference in talent between Emory Jones, Paul Tyson, Did you watch camp? And, and Trenton Borgay. So that was, I, I get Emory had a bad game, but quarterbacks have bad games all the time. And also they were playing against a pretty good fucking team. Like, no, you're not going to fucking change the quarterback. They had the white cam chancellor coming at him all game. <laughs> the white cam chancellor. You're not like, first off, I just don't think that was a great question. But Aguano. Being the man he is, answered the question, said no. Emery's my guy, 100% of the time. Took the blame, saying, I think that maybe they tried to throw too much schematically at Emery. I think so, in too. In his first game. Again, three That's full fair. days of practice. Yeah. yeah. That's all you got. Dude, what are we going to do when they beat USC? Are we going to be like, give Shut the Glenn fuck a full-time contract? To, so, Glenn? No. So here, here's a Still big for 700 thing. Yards. I think that they will... Figuratively and literally get grounded this week. They need to they need to run the ball. And against a USC team oh. that ranks in the bottom four in rushing yards a game, 171 allowed a game. Um, by the way, Colorado, guess how many rushing yards they're allowing a game? I saw. I can't. I'm not. Sean, gonna... how many they're allowing? Like yeah. 320. Th- 323 rushing yards. Oh my god! Really? Wow. Why are we so? We good have been dude? on it recently. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. I don't like the high. I don't either. Over the head. I, that's why I try to do it like this. I don't like day. this either. Well. What, about what, what if we low skin? Yeah. Or why don't we just keep doing our air? Yeah. yeah or just have scared. him transfer the high five. Um, but Ooh, yeah, yeah. Like, you run the ball. Yeah. And I think Glenn will, I think Glenn will know that. And again, set up, set up the pass. You know, you can get some big shot plays uh, here and there, but try to methodically march down the field. Yeah. And just, what, because the more you keep the ball out of Caleb Williams hands, the better you will fare. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the more you don't let Jordan State. Addison catch the ball, no, I mean, the better you will fare. Oregon State doesn't belong in this conversation because they have a defense that's a little bit. I mean, but yes, we'll obviously talk about Oregon State and our Pac-12 power rankings later in the week. But like going back and watching that game, and I watched the majority of that game, like Oregon State should have won that football game. Yeah. However, their quarterback decided that he wanted to give Caleb Williams, I believe, four more tries um, by throwing four interceptions. And I believe two of those came in the fourth quarter. So... 
not great. You can't afford to give USC, like you said, any more chances than they're already going to get. Yeah. Like, we saw it against Oklahoma State. Look what happened against Spencer Sanders. Spencer Sanders, great quarterback. Not in the same conversation as Caleb Williams, in my personal opinion. Caleb Williams is a top three quarterback in the nation. In my personal opinion, probably below Bryce Young and CJ Stroud. Jeez, I didn't realize that Emory had an 8.5 QBR in that game. <laughs> Holy Eight? shit. 8.5 QBR. You know, Cooper Rush's QBR before the game against the Bengals was a four. Jeez. Career, Solid four. Career QBR, a four. Out of 10? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> anyway, you cut it. It's not good. Uh, but before we move on, we talked about how we want to see more from Emory Jones in this offense. Specifically, I think we all want to see a little bit more of a dual threat, mm-hmm. right? We can agree that Emory has been a little indecisive when it comes to either staying in the pocket, letting plays just carry on too long, but just not utilizing the fact that he is a talented runner as well. Where has that been? NAU. They got left at home against NAU. I, I don't know where it I is. They, they, the Lumberjacks stole it. And another it thing, and it another yeah. thing that, that Utah so did really well is they, they were containing Emory. Like they were getting to him in the in the pocket, but they're also containing him. Yeah. Like there was no there was no sellout blitz where you know a hole would open up in the middle, in part because the offensive line was terrible. Like really bad guys. Really bad. And that can't happen again. This is a very talented Utah defense, but that cannot happen. Emory was not given enough time, and that's why I don't think he played as poorly as people think. Yes, there were some bad decisions and some bad throws and some just plain flat out missed throws, but the offensive line was not good. No, I, I mean they should have a better a better chance against this USC team whose defense is not. Yeah, but Utah's it's not bad. USC. It's, not, it's not bad, that's a, but it's not Utah's. I don't think. Yeah, no, no, the, the pass rush is definitely not Utah's. Utah moving up to number 12 in the AP top 25, and then USC moving up to number six. So what does Marvin Lewis do? Because I, I, I know he's a he's a he's an advisor. He does nothing. But or a specialist. What are they? What's his role? Uh advisor, I believe. Yeah. Um I saw him on so when I was when I was on the on the field during the game, I was walking from one end zone to the other, and I saw him on the phone talking. Um I have a theory. Okay. He was Is he the leak. He, you know, he was just talking to someone. Like he wasn't talking to the box or his, he was just talking to like just, a random just, like just talking to his boy. His wife called him. Yeah. Mm. Ask him what he wants. Because we'll, yeah. Why don't we hear from him ever? I know. I know he's just an advisor, and that's not his role in the team. But he's not technically really allowed even allowed to, to be coaching yeah. players on the field. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I don't understand his role. I don't understand Billick's role. <laughs> I don't know why they're still here. I don't that's either. That was question. for Herm Edwards. It's all yeah. just a paycheck. They're all just getting paid. I mean, this whole step, like, Glenn is the only one that doesn't have, like, a I would like to advise attachment. Carter Brown. Yeah. You know Can what I'd say? Kicker, Kick the ball. Keep keep doing what you're doing. I want to be, yeah, I wanna be a amazing. long snapper. It's long snapper uh, analyst or, or advisor. Just advise the long snappers. Mm. Or, no, placeholders. You guys do that. I'm going to be. I a, was a backup placeholder in modified football in middle school. In modified fact. football. Yeah. You're backup? Yeah. That's Shit. pretty bad, dude. I mean. <laughs> I was ready. Okay. <laughs> you do that. I'm going to be the Four Duty Peaks calls. advisor and advise everybody to join us this Wednesday for our monthly Four Peaks Wednesdays. You guys can enjoy $3 kilt lifters and wow pints when you mention you're there with PHNX. You do got to be 21 or older and enjoy responsibly. Guys, we haven't done any of like our Wednesday drafts, obviously, because of the football season. I kind of want to bring back one of our one well, of our drafts for Wednesday. We're going to have a special guest on Wednesday, so we may have to... Think we can can get, we include them in the... You think Coach Powers would do a draft? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, shout out to everybody that came out to the event. 
Yo, oh, true. Yeah, that, that was a fun. lot of fun. A lot, a lot of fun. Jenga game of all time. Yeah. We tried to play Jenga again Sunday at the Lola for the Cardinals. It just wasn't the same. Well, it yeah. was on the ground too. Oh, uh, yeah. it's got to be on. The so it wasn't an issue though for me, like yeah. to get it. But it was. I mean, it being on a table is part of the experience. Hey, come out four, four piece Wednesday. Be there or be square. Um, building a culture, guys, because Aguano, regardless of what everybody says about him being an interim head coach, he's all in. Right. He's built a culture before. He has. And yeah, a championship it's, culture. It's still there. A championship culture. He is going to be recruiting every Friday night in Arizona. That he is here, obviously. Obviously, this week they're in LA. He'll be doing what he needs to do there. Um like Do you think recruiters have pickup lines? Like you would in old like town. Like go-tos? Like yeah. definitely not the ones you would have in old town. No, but like, like come here often. But yeah, like, no, no, like like um, <laughs> look what I saw out there, young man. Yeah, just that every single yeah, time. Yeah, that's a good pickup line. What about? Um, I know, like the way you play. I, you, I can, I can, I think you look good in maroon and gold. Yeah, that's a little weird. Are there yeah. recruiting pickup lines that you could also use in Old Town? Ooh, that's that's a fun game right now. Um, <laughs> uh, this could get strange, guys. Um, I'd wow. like to meet your parents. Yeah, oh, okay. there you go. Yeah, that's there a, you go. That's a great one. There that's appropriate go. and yeah, a good one. Yeah. Um. Oh man, this is tough. I'm just really trying not to cross the line. Yeah, yeah. there's because you're 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 <laughs> there's definitely a line. <laughs> I, I, I may have had I may have just given the entire list. Uh, of what about what about um? Want to come to my place? No, <laughs> that is you're at, now you got a grown man talking to a high school boy. <laughs> Want to come to my place of work? <laughs> you, that know, might that's be your work. To go on. I don't think there's yeah, any. Do you yeah, want? There what? you go. What? I like what I've seen on tape. Not 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 on like tape? that. But, you, but there's there's a way to you do pick that. Up. Who are you picking up? Like who's a? Yeah, wait. Hold on a second. That <laughs> there's, not work. there's high school tape. Oh, oh no, I'm talking about the Scottsdale. I mean, there's there's people. People come from all over. Yeah, I like I like what I see. There you go. I definitely wouldn't use but that. But if a guy came up to you and was like, I like what you see, or a woman came up, I'd be like, oh. I, mean, I would feel so <laughs> icky. I, feel I mean, I also think pickup lines in general. You got a, nah, there's, you got a strong build. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Could you imagine you're uh, just a uh, just some twenty five year old woman uh, just enjoying yourself? It's a guy because she's like, I, not just I like, some guy. Shane. I like, Shane I like, comes I like up how to you're you. built. Shane comes up to you. <laughs> I like how you're built. No. So yeah, building the culture. I, I may have, I may have <laughs> oh, had the list. No, no, never mind. Never mind. I'm doing, I'm, I'll, I'll tell you after the show. Oh, okay. <laughs> building a culture. Do you think that 10 weeks is enough for him to make significant change in the life? I like your potential. There, that, That's one. Oh, I don't like I that. I would be offended. I would be if so offended if someone was like, I like that. Like, if I put in a little work with you, I feel like I you like good. our potential. There it is. Yeah, that's good. That's bad. I think we could do some great things together. Yes. Boom! Oh! There you go. That's a good one. From downtown There you go. So is ten weeks is ten weeks enough time to make significant change in the locker room? Uh yes. Just because of how drastic the change should be from what it was. Yeah. I feel like I feel like one week restored hope in some guys. Yeah. Like, Definitely in fans. Yeah. Like I feel like you saw a lot of and just even even little things like bringing back the the, yep. the Sun Devil walk. walk and stuff like that. Like it's just like there's reason to believe that there's that playing for ASU means something now, mm -hmm. and it wasn't just kind of bigger or smaller than whatever. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but like, like, it, yeah, I feel like the guys that are there and the guys will be the next year, even if the whole coaching staff is different, they're like, 
there's now a little bit of a love for ASU that they didn't have prior or might not have had prior or maybe did have and lost sight of with her. Yeah, I think emotionally, too, the team looked different. And you look, you looked on the sideline at any given point. ASU was down a lot at one point. Yeah. And Daniel got his run. People got fired up for yeah, that. Yeah, well, even they, that game was. Well, that was one thing I liked about the defense a lot is that even though they might not have had an amazing game, I feel like they never, like, they were still playing hard the yeah. entire game, even when they were getting blown up. Everybody needs to have the same mentality as four. Daniel Gata's mentality after the game was fantastic. Yeah. Aguano yeah. talked about that today. And like so much so that I, from my knowledge, I believe in Gata has won the, the kick return. Oh, he has to. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I, as I said on the show, as I've said countless amount of times, as I said on Twitter, it's electricity every time he touches the ball. Oh, yeah. He literally I, had a, I think he will definitely return one for Triple digit return yards on three returns. Yeah. Like it should, he went stupid. I mean, him and, and Jacobs was electric. But what I love to see about that that you wouldn't see even a couple of weeks ago when Hurum was here, right, is you'd see a big kickoff return, an interception, whatever. And, like, players get excited, assistant coaches get excited, but Herm is very stacked. Next play mentality. Yeah, yeah, it's like he's – I've never, never seen never him well. smile on the on the field, ever. And, like, Aguano was all over the place. This team was down 20-something at one point, and one of his guys makes a play. Like, he's hyped on the sideline. Yeah. Like, Isaiah Johnson makes a crazy tackle, but the team's down 17. He didn't give a fuck. Like I saw two defensive coordinator or two defensive coaches in the NFL over the weekend. I forget what team it was. Shoulder bump each other on the sideline. Yeah, they're that, excited. That fires me up because one, your job is to coach football, and that's fucking awesome. And two, the players feed off of your energy. One thing we've talked about time and time again with not just ASU football, but also ASU basketball, is the swagger that comes out when they go on runs. The swagger. A one big play can change the entire swagger. energy that surrounds this team. And that is what is needed. To start up this team for some damn reason, you need these special plays. And if your coach can help create that, 100%, give it to me. Give it to me. It's it, it, you. You need something like that. Yeah, that's it. That's all you got. <laughs> I mean, I already yeah. gave my son. Yeah, culture yeah. and all that. So, I mean, then that answers my question that you want a coach on the ASU sideline that has that energy. Yes. Well, not yeah. a stagnant coach. It's something that I don't think young players feel. Well, Nick Saban is, I feel like, a pretty stagnant but in the, Yeah, he, but he's built the the reputation of that stagnant coach. You know that he is, he, he's stoic. He's straight-faced. If you fuck up, he's grabbing you and he's chewing you out on the sidelines. Yeah. He doesn't need he doesn't need the energy because it, you're not working off of, oh, my coach is going to be proud of me. You're working off of, I better not screw this up or my coach is going to be pissed. And so it's, it's fear over love. In a yeah, way. But, but it's, it's but, not. It, but with the same in, like, if you see him outside of game, like, yeah. the, the relationship he has with his players is, is a very, like, father-ish in a way, but also, like, a friendly one. Yeah. Like, he has a very good, like, just jokes with his he's players. Dad. Yeah, he, but he jokes with his players a lot. You never, I feel like you didn't see that with Herm. Like, it was very much, like, he was, Herm was always Herm. Yeah. And, and I feel like with, with like, Saban, like, like, you have fun, but it's like, we're we're doing this. It's a game. We're enjoying it. But when it's game time, it's game time. We lock in, like and that. If, like if we had a coach like that, I'd be fine. I'd be fine with that too. But it's, you have to build the rapport to be able to do that. Yeah, yeah. You have to. You have to earn that. Um, which I don't think Herm really did with a lot of his players. So yeah, I agree. I I'm always here for the guys that are on the sideline. A little bit more energetic, even when you're down. I think it just. It shows the fans too, right? Mm-hmm. There was a lot to be made over the last couple of weeks with fan attendance at games or fans leaving. And that's that it is what it is. Do you think like, Aguano, if he doesn't get the job, stays here? At ASU? I think so. Yeah. At ASU is like Would a he coach. go back to you know, running back coach though? Like where would he go? I think they clean house. If, uh, with uh, Aguano though? Like Aguano. They clean it. Yes. 
That is but Aguano has been the, the best recruiter at this school. Like if like if if Aguano's not here, I think it would be because he doesn't want to be here. He would go he get feels. a running backs coach somewhere else. I don't think at this point, it's like you were temporarily promoted, right? To a big time job. You have 10 weeks to prove yourself. If you don't, yeah. we're gonna demote you again. But I mean, what if it's just offensive what if it's offensive coordinator? Like not necessarily all the way back on the running back because he like like I said I feel like if if he's but gone, then the it's new not guy is going to want to bring in his own guys. That's exactly what all coaches do. Herm did it like they clean house. Yeah, like and I mean, I'm sure that was a point of conversation that Ray's already had or that they've had. Like there's got to be some sort of understanding here where like this is no longer you're no longer the running backs coach. This is a tryout to be the head coach. Yeah. If you're not the head coach, then odds are we're going to bring in somebody who is going to want to bring in their guys. But I feel like I feel like it, it, whatever coach, like there's still incredible value in keeping Aguano here if Aguano wants to be here because of the recruits he's gotten I agree. and just the established how established he is in Arizona. But I think there are more pros to keeping Aguano on as the head coach. I than, agree with that. Than letting him go and bringing somebody in new. Obviously, there are a lot of good names. But I think Aguano, if you really want to build the program, like start from the bottom, where this team hasn't been since the Frank Cush era of Arizona State football, let him try it. Give him three, yeah. four years. I had a buddy of mine ask me about, and you can take a shot, but like Notre Dame and Marcus Freeman, this guy needs to be gone <laughs> after a year, two years, a couple games. Oh, yeah, he lost to Marshall. Oh, whatever. There's a reason that Notre Dame, Alabama, like Ohio State, all of these teams are so damn good every year. It's because they let their guys have the ability and they put them on a leash to go build programs, right? They have a little bit of leeway. So when they fuck up, they're not concerned that they're going to get fired the next fucking week or yeah. at the end of the year if things don't go right. It takes time to build a college football program up to what some of these collegiate programs are. Now you look, for example, taking the NFL route, look at the Cleveland Browns. How many head coaches have, had, have they had in the last 20 years? More than I can count. There's a reason why they're not a dominant football program. It's because they just, eh, this didn't work out. Try again. Try again. Try again. Like, the teams that are consistent always are teams that usually have had a head coach that are like, that's been there for a while. Even the Pittsburgh Steelers, right? Mike Tomlin, that team hasn't been like a dominant playoff team since early in Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown's like career. But... They're 8-8 eight eight every year, or they're above 500 every year. Mm -hmm. Most teams can't say that. Mike Tomlin's got Mitch Trubisky and Kenny Pickett right now. And that team, probably going to go 500. Because Mike Tomlin's a good coach, and he's built a program there. Like, they also have a good defense. They also have a good defense. They've always had a good defense, and that's about culture. But it, exactly. If you are real, if Ray is real about trying to get this thing right, which I feel like this is his last chance. If you fuck up this, head, this next head coach at football, you probably don't get another chance. At least from my perspective. Regardless of what you've done in other sports, let Aguano build. Tell Mike, look, give him three years. Give him three years. If we're still where we're at, you can put the blame on me, and I'll take it. But if you're going to be all in, you might as well be on a be all in on a guy that is a got a connection to recruits like you talked about. B is passionate as all hell about this football program, and C like. He wants people to come here. It's deflating. I completely agree with what you're saying. It's deflating, restarting over and over again. Yeah. You, you, it, it, this doesn't just happen. You don't just, 
There's it's not a, overnight. No, you don't just build a culture because you're a passionate coach. You build a co- culture because you know what works and what doesn't. And you've you've set a standard and a precedent here that recruits coming into this school and transfers coming into the school know that this is the vibe as soon as they walk into the locker room. You walk in the locker room at ASU now and you're like, what am I tapping? What's, what do we care about? Yeah. Do we, what do we like? Do we want to win? I can't tell. And you could tell immediately bringing back Sun Devil Walk. Yeah. That was announced a couple days before kickoff. Mm. This man was the interim head coach for 48 hours, and he's already trying to do something. He is already first week as an interim head coach. This man has got a million and five different responsibilities, part of which is trying to go beat a top 15 team in the nation at home on Saturday. Okay. Part of building the program, recruiting. He says he wants to recruit local guys. He doubles down on that. Goes out to a Chandler Saguaro high school game. Goes out to a second high school Hosts football game. Hosts a hundred sixty person dinner. Yeah, with coaches and family and everybody, and they don't talk football at all for forty five. I believe he said forty five minutes. Like, it's just about building a culture, and that has been part of the issue with the fans, with the winning, with the leaving, with everything. Like, I talk, We talked a little bit about this over the weekend. Like, Syracuse doesn't necessarily. They're not known for having a prestigious football team or sports at all. But there's a little bit of a hey, culture there. Hey, now. Okay, basketball, Don't disrespect whatever. lacrosse. Okay, my Winning bad. is lacrosse program. But there is a culture country. there. I thought we said sports. Yeah. There's a culture there. What'd right? you say? Like, What'd you say? Uh, he, he hates lacrosse, uh, so that's probably what he had something but to do But right, there's a culture there at Syracuse. I love ASU lacrosse. Yeah, I mean, uh, football, football is, is, is tough, but Babers is a guy, like their head coach, you know, Babers is a guy that, like he has, guys seem to like playing for. Yeah. And basketball is different because Jim Beheim's 80 years old. But let's not talk but. about what the players want. Let's talk about the fan base, the culture around the fan base. Yeah. It's not, yeah. It, it, the people show up. Yeah. I mean, that's that's one of the why, things. Why don't people but, show uh, up here? That's, that's what ASU needs to figure out. It's a whole, that's a whole other, I could do a whole fucking podcast on that conversation. That's a whole other thing that might be bigger than the university. But, um, and, and why Syracuse, like Syracuse, what the fuck else are you going to do in Syracuse, yeah. New York? Well, that's a lot of like prominent college football places. Is there's nothing else to exactly. do but exactly. watch college football. So you're going to leave and then you're going to go home. Like not go to the bars Tempe, that are across. Yeah, the Tempe is just it's 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 a college town, but it's also surrounded it's by also a metropolitan. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, exactly. it's, it's a, there's a it's lot a of options. Animal. If you're not at the top, then nobody wants to come. But it's it's also you. there's different there's all the, even if you're just a football fan, there's another option. Like it's it's a, it's a different animal. Um, God damn. Joe. <laughs> Joe, I love it. I'm not gonna read it. No. But, <laughs> yeah, Rach Rach in the comments made a, a great point that yeah. you were making. Like the mess wasn't made in a day, it won't be fixed in a day. Like it yeah, culture takes time to build. Yeah. Um Guano said it, you gotta stack days. Yeah. Good I things mean, happen when you stack this days. This is like you look at like you look at like the history of just college football and you look at like programs that used to be good and now aren't or programs that were never good and now are like it takes time to turn a program into a and into a program like into into a program that people care about um yeah josh the answer is right people a lot more complicated than that because even when this team is competing for a pac-12 title their the fan base is not fully we should support. spend time talking about this conversation yeah at some point. We, we can i think we can really dive in in the off yeah. season but my final point on this is it's hard because of what the you know the outside factors we've talked about yeah. this at length, but I think just the biggest thing is you need to you need to have confidence 
in yourself, which then will give confidence to the fans to support. But they, but it's not just word of mouth. You need to win football games consistently and consistent seasons. Yeah, I mean, it's not. And like, that's then again, that's not going to happen in two years. You don't necessarily need the stadium to be full, right? But you need the people that come to stay. Like the student section left at halftime. Win and they will come. That's that's my well, that's, that's part of my point. <laughs> but, like but, you, you need yeah. the people who are there to care and to like care wholeheartedly. It doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily need to be the entire central Arizona yeah. region. Like it just needs to be the people who care. Care. Yeah, 100%. I'm 100% with you. I mean, again, we'll talk about it. I think that at length, that's definitely a topic that we can dive into for a solid 45 minutes yeah. to an hour by itself. Which you'd need a comfy chair for. Yeah, you need a very yeah. comfy chair for, which you can get one at morefurniture.com. You can check out. Damn! Just <laughs> slam home. Slammed it home. Uh, you guys obviously see the new studios, not just here, but Studio A as well. The GOAT Studio. Um, it's, it's all thanks to more furniture guys. You guys can spruce up your home during more furniture's fall sale again at morefurniture.com. Build a culture, build a living room. Okay. With more furniture. Let's talk about the that Markham brothers. Fucking, you got a marketing. I'm telling you, he has really good one-liners. Something like that. Build but a he culture, also has very bad a, one-liners. That sounds like a TV commercial. And it's coming for someone with an advertising degree. I, there you go, props. Man. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Um, Let's talk about a couple guys that don't necessarily believe in the culture. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, let's build a culture, but not with these guys. Yeah, so the Markham brothers, if you noticed, were not dressed for Saturday's game against Utah. And in large part, that is because, quote-unquote, personal issues, um, which we know now as they're having a tough time dealing with the coaching change. Now, whether that means they're looking to transfer, um, whether they're not sure if they want to come back, Given the fact that they have only played in three games, they can still technically use this season as a redshirt year. Um, so there's a lot on the table for them. Right now, Aguano says that he's keeping the guys away. He's keeping the brothers away from the program until they decide what they want to do. Which for me, once you've removed yourself from the program, coming back is not yeah, really an option. Um, especially when we talked about the defensive backs um, like Bedley, like Isaiah Johnson, that had just solid, solid games. They were two of the best guys out there all night. Um, so what do you guys think just about the way that the brothers have kind of handled the situation? I don't know. I, I don't want to speak for them and what they what their situation is because it could be a lot different than what the public is perceiving. It. I, from my understanding, the public and media is perceiving it is they don't want to play for Sean Aguano and they, they, they don't have faith, blah, blah, blah. And I just – it could be true, but it also could be far from the truth. They could have had a really strong connection with Herm. They also could have just, you know, they, they might have a lot of shit going on. You just don't know. So I don't want to speak on what, how they've handled it. I will say it's really unfortunate because Keon was really coming into his own, um, especially seeing from what happened last year against Washington when he was getting picked on a ton because of injuries and he had to play and he just started at corner for the first time um, and he really handled it well. And ever since then, he's really made strides. Same with Kwan. I mean, they're both. They've both been really good uh, for from they both made huge strides from what they have been in the past. And especially this year, you really need them a lot. Um, having secondary depth is one of the biggest things to have in college football because either you there are mismatches everywhere or it, it's it's the hardest position to play in football. So you're going to need to rotate. Uh, and it, I, my, my biggest thing is just it, it sucks that this was the position that was taken away. Yeah, I mean. These are two guys who were recruited by Antonio Pierce. Like, Herm was kind of the last 
part of that era yeah. of, like, of coaches and stuff. So, I mean, that was probably hard for him. I'm always going to be kind of like players need to do what's in the best interest for them. Yeah, It, it is tough. It, it, like, it becomes a little tougher when it's like, okay, you started a season. Like, I was like growing up, like I, how I was raised, like once you start something, you don't quit it. So, like, even if you're going to transfer after the season, like you finish the season. Which probably there. a few guys will. Yeah, no, 100%. <laughs> like, I mean, not everyone. Like, it's not like everyone fucking hated her. I'm like, there was people that... I mean, we're here for a reason. Yeah. Um, so, but like, so I mean, it, it is a little tough to see if it is for this reason. Like, they they're not happy with the coaching change. Like, that's it's a little tough to swallow for me personally, admittedly. But like, it's it kind of is what it is. Like, I I am glad that Aguano is like I feel like keeping them away from the team if they're not if they're not completely bought in is the right call. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, it's just there's nothing you can really do about it. Like you kind of, it's, this is very coach speak, but like you need to just kind of focus on the guys in the locker room, the guys that want to be here. Yeah. Um, and like you said, like we said, Bethley and, and Johnson, like they played amazing. Like there, there are other pieces on this defense. Obviously, this position group is can't just can't really afford to take a hit like this. But yeah. there's guys that can step up. So it kind of is what it is. I mean, it's tough, but. Bethley was Bethley was great, which yeah. is huge because you know you replace the safety yeah. position with Kwan. Like that's very big. Yeah. Um, but it does scare me a little bit when it comes to just corner depth in general. So, yeah. yeah. She's TV in the chat saying just got out of class quick though. I think if we were to move from Aguano, which they don't want. ASU shouldn't be fixated on the celebrity names such as an Urban Meyer primetime or a coach like Dillingham. Yeah. Urban Meyer's never happening. Hold that's on a second. Sure. No, Urban Meyer is guaranteed. Are we throwing? Ken, I'm not throwing Kenny. Dillingham. Are we throwing Kenny Dillingham in the celebrity coach? No, no he's saying uh, he's saying not Urban Meyer or Prime. Oh, get a, a coach, coach like, like Dillingham. Dillingham, my guy. Yeah, I had or girl. I, I have had, no idea. I had, I had, yeah, yeah, I guess I don't know. Who I had. He done been saying. I had done been saying. How do you? Has it? I done had been saying or it's, I had done been saying. It changes. You know, let's switch it up. Uh, yeah, Dillingham is is my number one guy. We're gonna come out with some videos that will be behind the paywall. Also, subscribe to PHNX. Go PHNX.com. Get your membership. But I, that, I, I completely uh, agreed. I don't want noise. Aguano? Is that above Iguano? Like he's your number one guy above keeping Iguano? Uh, just, it just depends. Yeah, you, you have to wait and to see if he can win um, with his roster. If you don't beat U of A, I don't want to. And I kind of want to see what he can do recruiting wise. Yeah, like if he gets some recruits. Which one more point on this before we move on because we are running a little long. Um, is the game against Utah? They had the most like sideline like visitors, like recruits, I yeah. guess. That they've had in years. Oh, good. <laughs> well, good and bad. Obviously, not the product you want to see on the field. Kind of expected, but also awesome because that's something that obviously is Iguano's doing. Um, and Leon Marchand was there, so winning was in the, maybe he just took all the winning. He out took of the all air. the winning out of the year. Hundred percent fine. He can go win an Olympic gold. Yeah, yeah. he hey. exploded today again. By the way, duh, he exploded. Yeah, I hate when people explode. <sighs> Okay, man. All right. Let's talk about DraftKings for a second because there's some Monday night football that you guys you can You know they call on. them Super Cooper? I don't know who Cooper they Rush? are, but I no, just look uh, Rush. Rush. Super Cooper? Yeah. I uh, know. Why? Super That's what I just got. Uh, That's like a real... I just like, got a push uh, notification uh, that said uh, Super Cooper versus Danny Dimes. I'm like... 
Wow. Okay. Yeah. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 the Dallas Cowboys. in free bets if and they the do on DraftKings Giants. Sportsbook. If that's not enough, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings. Stepped up same game parlays right now for every leg you add. You can boost your winnings up to 100% with payouts bigger than ever. Why bet on football? anywhere else to make things even sweeter you can throw down on stepped up same game parlays once per game day all season long it's simple download DraftKings Sportsbook use promo code PHNX that's promo code PHNX on the DraftKings Sportsbook app minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply see show notes for more details guys what do you like for tonight's Monday night game just betting on it to make this what's probably going to be a fucking miserable game to watch more it can't be any more miserable than last night that's game. true um, but we yes, are watching can. Daniel Dimes versus 10 Cooper to 11 Cup. Yeah, yeah, I, I mean, mean it was garbage. It's, it's going to be, be pretty from tough. Six to three. Yeah, or um, five to three, or like not ten to six or whatever that wild card or that that Bills uh, Jags playoff game was yeah. a few years ago. Um, There's just I, more exciting players on. This I team obviously now. love the under thirty nine and a half. Yeah, I mean, come on, they're two awful quarterbacks. Um, also, you know, how I call him Daniel S. Dimes when we found out his middle name actually starts with an S. Yeah, I don't remember what it was, but his name is now Daniel Scooter um, Scooter Dimes or. He was scooting, scooting, because he, he, he'd be scooting. I'm taking his over at 25 and a half rushing yards. Over 25 and Saquon and Barkley, anytime touchdown. Oh, it's Cooper actually Rush is over. That's is boosted no, on DraftKings, yeah. by the way. That's where, Saquon. Was, that's where I was getting. Oh. Right I'm now, just stealing oh, all was, your freaking I mean, DraftKings. The, the boost for just a touchdown. No, it's not that. Max oh. lied to us. Um, no, but there was one. No. No, Max lied to us. No. It's there, but I don't think it... Like, so this is what it is. Right now on DraftKings in Arizona, you can get plus 100 odds, which was boosted from minus 250 on either Zeke or Saquon to score a touchdown in tonight's game. Plus 100. Maximum $50 bet, obviously, but I no, threw... No, I, I bet threw one plus touchdown to be scored boosted from minus 2,000 to plus 100. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I was that. trying to, and I couldn't do it, so... No, I did. Okay, well, everybody check. Everybody open your DraftKings Sportsbook yeah, app because check. check. Hopefully free $25. <laughs> yeah. This could get ugly. Look, the same game parlay that I haven't actually put any money on right now, just to be transparent. But there is one that I really do like. I was messing with the odds earlier today. Saquon, anytime touchdown. Tony Pollard, anytime touchdown. I don't know if there's going to be that many touchdowns in the game. I, I think, think we're going to get one. I like Saquon if it's gonna over 64 and a half, back, so. which is an alternate rush yards, and Tony Pollard. Over at 34 and a half. That's plus 750 without the stepped up same game parlay. Um, I think Tony Pollard is better than Zeke. I think Saquon gets in the end zone easy. Um, and how many rush yards do you need from Tony Pollard? 34 and a half. How many rush yards do you need from Saquon? 64 and a half. Okay. The touchdowns are scary, but I don't hate it. Hey, get scared. Okay. Boo. It scared you. Uh, there you go. Why not? Um, let's talk about the early expectations. For this week's game. No. Yeah, just a little bit. Just a little bit. 25 and a half. 25 and a half. Uh, yes. Yes, right. what? It's about right. You said they cover. I think so. This I think they lose by 24. Could <laughs> be... I don't know what to expect, to be honest. Like, this could get really bad. This I don't have any been... expectations until I... Until I. They give me... Yeah. Yeah. This could end up being like a 50 to 7 game. Yeah. I, like, I... I don't know. I just... It depends on if they run. It really like I just don't know what to expect from the play, the play calling this week, and that's really the biggest issue for me. Um, but I don't know I if the defense if is going to have much. If for they the have offense. a less effective run game, <laughs> I mean, it's kind of hard to have a less effective than negative six yards <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, it is. Um, six yeah. yards. Well, it six ended up being six. It was negative one, I think, or negative five or something. I think they had it negative was negative half. seventeen after the end of the first quarter. This week we shocked the world when it says, you know, I. Don't know about that one anymore. Uh, that's about all of our expectations. Right. 
Eric Gentry says he expects a good game. You texted him? I texted him. He texted back. And he wishes everybody well. So everybody at Patreon. Thank you, Eric Gentry. Uh, but he says he expects it to be a good game. I disagree. And I think he's That's full just of shit. a kind guy. <laughs> I think he's he knows it's going to be a slaughter. Um, or it's set up to be a slaughter. And, I mean, obviously, he's one of the best linebackers in the country. He's probably the best linebacker in the conference. I think he is going to have... Is he growing? He looked taller. Do people grow after being 6'8"? Giannis did. He's not Giannis Antetokounmpo, bro. He's Eric Gentry. Is that crazy? Is that bigger than? Like, is that bigger and better? Would you rather be? Yeah, Eric let's Gentry? let's set up a sendable bingo, Josh. I'm down. <laughs> totally <laughs> random. Totally random. No, every every we're Jones over those receivers. We're talking about expectations to get blown out. That's not random. Set up a sendable bingo for for expectations. No, for the game. Emory Jones throws over those receiver by five yards. Oh. Stamp, dude, you uh, just hate him now. Defensive, defensive back hits uh, uh, hits an opposing player out of bounds and gets that stupid fifteen yard penalty. It has to be a DB. Stamp. Um, yeah, has to be I'm a just DB. saying DB because there was a uh, false week. start. Stamp, stamp, stamp. That's the free space. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Oh, how many times do they talk about Brio Express? No, no, no. Not I was, enough. I was gonna say how many times do they talk about a guano? Uh, I appreciate the alley oop there, but mm-hmm. I wasn't ready for it. Um, how many times do they mention a guano's high school head coaching experience? Mm-hmm. That's a spot as well. Stamp. Perm. If they bring up Herm, stamp. that's a stamp. Give me two more. Well, uh, they talk about Ray's conversation on the field no. with Herm. <laughs> uh, every time that they Eastern Michigan stamp. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then uh, the investigation stamp. stamp. There Boom. you go. There's your bingo Make the bingo card. board, Josh. Set it up. I'm 100 no, percent down. Us. We're making the bingo We're board. We're making the bingo board. Can we actually do that on Saturday? Well, we yeah. they have to make the bingo board because they can't all be the same. We just gave them the topics. They have to put them in place. No. Somebody make a bingo board. Well, they can't all be the same, or else everyone wins. Well, yeah, or they loses. can shuffle them around. That's what. That's what I'm saying. Let's move on. Okay. Well, Saturday, ASU's on the road, so we're not going to necessarily be doing anything too crazy, except watching that game and then hitting you in guys our beautiful new studio. In our beautiful new studio with a beautiful post game show and a beautiful burrito express in hand. Exactly. I'm okay. gonna eat That's four. how I was going to say that earlier and I Saturday. forgot. Like yeah, we're getting burrito express on the way You going to? I literally already okay. said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. And you guys should too. Not just should Saturday. You, we get like multiple ones. We, we also have stickers. I keep forgetting. Yes. Check out their new custom burrito express themed first responder shirt with all proceeds going to the Tunnels to Towers organization. They're only 25 bucks and what are they going to give you, Sean? A burrito. A free burrito. A free Thank burrito. you, Shane. Get them while they're hot. They're now available at all Burrito Express locations. Listen to me, guys. Listen. $25 shirt. They, honestly. And a burrito. <laughs> it was a little. Yeah. No, it's not. It's burritos, not enough. The burritos at Burrito Express, underrated. By who? By everybody that's not buying a Burrito Express. Okay, burrito. I was going to say, because I feel burrito like they're properly Express rated by us. Burrito is the equivalent of the sun. In terms of importance. And Totri says just things yet again. That, that's what I'm saying. His one-liners, they slap sometimes. Yeah. sometimes they're he terrible. Is, he is the Bo Nix of one-liners. Yeah. It's just, if he gives yeah. you a good one, the next one's going to be bad. Yeah. Wow. Except for this weekend. That one hurt, man. Th- this was a bad first half, good second half. Actually, it was bad three quarters. Good. So does that mean he's going to have a... For Totri one-liners? A good three quarters no. and then just throw it away in the second. No, the- does that mean next week now he's going to have good two quarters and then the next three quarters are going to be bad because he already had one good quarter? Um, what was my good? Did I have a good? Thank one you, Josh Hunt. No, not like toast. Don't, toast we're not rated. No, we're not like burritos. Toast. Are properly rated. Uh, segment number five says TBD. <laughs> <laughs> is there something fun or trending you guys want to talk about? 
Um, I actually I didn't want to. How the fuck is Kansas not ranked yet? Yeah, that is crazy. Outrageous. I to saw me. some. I thought I think it was SI um, predict uh, an Alabama and Kansas. Oh my god! Bowl. Yeah, I saw that. A New Year's Six Bowl. Yep. That's, I no, mean, no, no, no. Big Twelve. What Big Twelve champ? It would be the uh, or it, Big it would be New Year's Eve Bowl, not a New Year's Six Bowl. It wouldn't even be after that. It would be a New Year's Eve Bowl. Like Kansas is in the college football playoff. No, I don't think so. Hold on. It was Kansas, December 31st. December Kansas presumably would be the yeah, runner-up in the Pac-12. Oh, yeah, that is. Or in the Big 12. Yeah. But, there, but there's also other bowl games that day. Yeah, they're, they're saying that oh, the, it was the Sugar Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, the runner-up. <laughs> runner <up> <laughs> I love you, SI. Kansas is right? not going to the college football Why playoff. not? Because Kansas is going to be the runner-up in the Big 12 is what they're assuming. I'm assu Right? Because they think Oklahoma State is going to win it? No, they're saying Kansas would meet Alabama but they just, in the Sugar Bowl. They But they wouldn't win the... They wouldn't no, that would that would, that oh, that would be assuming a, that they won a conference football playoff. Yes, yeah. they're assuming. Oh, that Kansas I thought they were saying. Conference. I thought they were saying Alabama, like Georgia, wins the conference. You know Kansas what? I'm, you doesn't. know what we need to call them? Yaction. They are the best team. Yak. It's insane. Mm. Syracuse twenty five in the coaches pool, okay. but not in the AP poll yet. Uh, who asked? Uh, wow. Nobody. Well, um, if you guys want to go watch any of these games, which highly recommend, especially when ASU gets to town, gets back to town. To Kansas, Notre Dame finally didn't get any fucking votes. Okay, fuck you. Um, ASU. I take it so personally. Back bro. in town yeah, next week. It's like it's your whole personality. Ranked Washington. Got a day game. One bro, in the afternoon me, uh, kickoff. Get your tickets right now. I don't want to hear anybody complain because it's hot outside. Because everybody was complaining that's a late kickoff. Back to the college football now you got an early kickoff. He's gonna so be. He's gonna be such a good dad. Go get your tickets. Well, I don't know if a good dad. But he's gonna, gonna be, be really good, good at one of these. Because you're talking to a kid like you're disciplined. Don't come out here hey. saying saying your cereal's soggy. I poured it at the same time I did last time, guys. Washington might make the college football playoff. Go get your tickets. Save up to 60% on you tickets. When you schedule? buy tickets last oh, minute gosh. on game time, it's great for you procrastinators buy it to out a there. Washington game the best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description, guys. If you're going to buy tickets for any games, shows, concerts, whatever, use the game time app. Come here and use the link in the description. Now you can finish your thought. Is Washington going to make the college football playoff? Their schedule? No, yeah. they're not. They play UCLA, ASU, Arizona, Cal, Oregon State. Cal. Oregon, Colorado State, or Colorado, excuse me, Washington State. No, the Oregon like, one of those. The Oregon is the hardest game. Do obviously. you forget? No, Washington State. Do you? And then they have to play that. Do you forget? The can the Pac-12 cannibalizes themselves. If they go undefeated, they're losing in the Pac-12 championship. I'm just saying, them going undefeated is not unrealistic. They have uh, Oregon's going to be a tough game, but it's you know. But they but they don't play USC. That's what I'm saying. And they're going to play them. And they will eventually play. And they, they would lose to them. Maybe. <sighs> Just I'm just saying. Happens. I'm just saying. The Pac-12 cannibalizes themselves, folks. Well, if, if Oregon, or USC also might be undefeated. Like it might be for a spot in the college football playoff. I'm just saying, if you get them to the to the Pac-12 championship, anything can happen. Washington back. Michael Penix in the college football playoff would be pretty electric. They get blown out by Georgia, but it is what it is. If you. Enjoy the, the content. content today. Give us a follow at phnx underscore Sun Devils. You can follow me at Anthony underscore Totri. You can follow Shane at Shane Deep. You can follow Sean Depaz at Sean underscore Depaz. Hey, um. Just just emitting big panics energy as always. There we go. We will be back with an audio episode tomorrow, which is Tuesday. Thank you guys so much again for tuning in and listening. For now, though, peace.